Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lady and the Gent. I'm the lady. <laughs> well, sometimes you're the lady. And that's cool. <laughs> we're all ladies on the inside. Yes, we're all lovely ladies on the inside. Oh, thank you, Krista. My hair is down. I know it usually isn't. As you can see it, it's kind of dark. I'm still hiding in the shadows with our one light over here. <laughs> but, um, you know, I know usually on the show we're a bit wacky and kooky and snarky. Snarky hands. Those are wacky hands. They're yeah. like jazz hands, similar. But on a very special episode of Blossom. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> we were just watching Big Bang and my MBL looks so funny on it. But we're covering a little bit of a heavier subject tonight. So it might be a little tough at times. And we're, you know, we are discussing suicide. And if anybody in the queue or listening would like to call in, share a story, it depends on how personal you want to be, it's totally up to you, or share anything of your life or people you know, you're more than welcome. Because what's the number? We never know. Is the it number. one eight is it that one up there? Is it a yeah. Okay. Which one? One eight seven seven two nine six zero three four five. We do forget to do that. Yeah, we don't do that. And so. we'll try to remember more because I know not everyone's in the chat so you wouldn't automatically know yeah. the number. But uh we also we were originally planning this episode with like people and experts on the subject. Yeah. But I think it was better to do it because this isn't something that's outside of ourselves. Right, true. And most shows I've realized uh will have guests on and the guests are from either foundations and things mm-hmm. like that, outreaches. Uh, but they're the ones who it's happened to, but it's not the hosts themselves who have gone through issues like this or right. had dealt with issues like this. Right. So I thought it would be good to be on a do the first show on the topic really personal since we've been personally touched just recently yeah. by a recent suicide uh, however you want to quantify it, but I'll explain later why I say that. Yeah, and we'll plug, we'll plug of course, we'll put up, you know, just like any other normal show, we'll put the info up on our Facebook page and all that. Um, one of the, the people that you know that works in that capacity to yeah. help people. He's also, he's also trying to raise money to do the walk in June that the, Very cool. they're planning in uh, and, and Washington, D.C. I think last year was in New York, but this time they got to be able to be in Washington, D.C. and all that. That's even better. What's the name real quick again? Uh, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Excellent. And I posted it a couple times. I even posted mm-hmm. on the Lady and the Gent page. Right. Lady Ampersand the Gent, right. all one word on like Facebook. Us on, like us on Facebook. Got to put the plug in. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, he's on my page, Wiley Tenney. Excellent. Uh, so, but I'll put the links up again, even like a couple bucks. I, I put them, you know. A that's great, bucks. yeah. And that's the, for the donation for the walk. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. No. You know, and maybe in the future he'll be able to pop on. But for now, this is just the two of us. <gasps> 
And um, if you're still listening, that's cool, but our Ustream has oh. stopped recording, and now it started again. So that's why we got a little nervous just now. Oh. There was a little sign that said, you stopped recording. Uh-oh. So okay to go. First time that happened. Whew. That's okay. You know, right. modern technology. But, um, you know, we could even, I, I could even start out before we get to the story of the, the person that we knew. Um, and I don't know if, if this, you know, is a little, like, silly to mention or whatever, but it was important to some. Yesterday was would have been um, actually Kurt Cobain's 46th birthday. Yes. And um, that, that was something, because I... I never, you know, I never actually paid attention to his birthday, but I always paid attention to the day that he shot himself. And I even remember the exact place I was with at home and who I was with, my boyfriend, Kevin, at the time. And my friend Tanya was the one that called me and told me that. But I think to anyone who was such a huge Nirvana fan and that made an impact on their life, that music, or him as a person, it does mean a lot when you hear that. And when I realized that yesterday, because I saw that on one of the, you know, pop culture newsletters that I get sent to me every day at work, that I look at occasionally, because sometimes you have to take a break from your job. It's okay. And it just made me really think about that, and then I was like, oh, and connect it, you know, to the show. And... There have been a lot of celebrities either, you know, way too young or took their lives, and that makes, like, a huge impact on everyone who's a fan or that's something it meant to, and then you don't want to take that to the next level where you start, you know, seeing yourself in that light or thinking it's tough when your heroes go that way because that's somebody you believe in and someone who helps you, so it's, you know, really upsetting when you see that they've decided that they need to and their situation too, because we all want to, if we ever, we ever get in that mood where we start to feel that way and start to get really sad and really low. I know we've all been there. I know I have, I know you have, you know, so we want to kind of look for the light somewhere else, you know, or maybe take that situation of that like celebrity or that famous person and use it, try and spin it into a positive thing where like, think of only the, the good that they did or what they did in your life and, you know, no, you don't want to go down that road. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, like part of, part of how this came about too is uh, I never, I didn't tell you till recently that I never had a life plan after 18. Yeah, just recently. And I've known you for four, fifth, 16, 16, I think. 16. I mean, 16 years, him and I. I think it's 16. And again, that would take math. So, So whoever can do math. Krissa, you're in the queue. September of 1996. (laughs) Do math real quick. Because you know me my whole life, Krissa, you know I can't do math. (laughs) That's all right. I can do other things pretty well. We sit here and talk. We, I thought, honestly, that I knew everything about this gentleman sitting next to me. But then we started to talk after some news that we had heard, and you told me this. Wait, what was the question? Chris, do the math. What's, what's 2013 minus 1996. Um, I, you, you really opened up to me and told me some stuff that was new to me. And, again, like, you know, I'm, I guess we're always finding new stuff about each other yeah. because you and I are always changing and evolving. Yeah. But... That's a whole section of our lives you didn't spend together. Exactly. Uh, and so I guess it's like, so 
after all those years of chit-chatting about what I used to be like, yeah. I did never know this about you. So go ahead and uh, share okay. as much as you'd like to share with the group. So senior year. 17 years. Thank you, Krista. 17. Friends. Wow. EFF for 17. <laughs> we need uh, our Wonder Twin rings. Uh-huh. So 17 in September. Okay, yep. So... Okay, so senior year of high school, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I always had this. I always had this in my head since I was a kid, though, which is the scary thing. We, you would say even like really young, yeah, like adolescent. Yeah, adolescent. Yeah. That I didn't know what was going to happen after I turned eighteen, and I didn't plan on seeing anything happen after I was eighteen. You never fantasized about. A- no. I, I had that in my head, yeah. but I didn't know how it would come about, and I didn't, there was yeah. some time, uh, I mean, I had it all, see, it keeps terminating. All right, we'll keep, we'll keep doing We'll that. keep going, yeah, there's something wrong with the stream, I think, but we'll keep going. So, go ahead, honey. Anywho, uh, so... Uh, Okay, so senior year, so senior year of high school, I, I, it was coming closer and closer to my 18th birthday, and, uh... Was 18, like, adulthood and therefore the change? Yeah, yeah. That was, like, the significant number of now I'm grown up. Mm -hmm. And I didn't see my life going anywhere, and I didn't have anything planned as to make my life go anywhere. So I wrote, I remember it was a few months before graduation and I wrote all my close friends at the time's letters telling them my plan and I gave it to all of them. And, and I don't know if that was something like inside me a cry for help because I could have just, I always, I thought about, I had a moment. I was so angry that year at everything, and I was so lost, and I was so I didn't know what I was going to do. And I, I had the plan. I was driving like this white Corolla hatchback at the time, mm-hmm. and I was just gonna I was just gonna go take it and just drive off a bridge somewhere, and and just that would be it, and that, that would be was, my life story. Just, wow. Uh, and that would that would be it. And I told them that in the letter. And uh, that letter, like you just explaining, what hey guys, happen, here's what's yeah. going to happen, just an FYI. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't a that's, letter. I can't imagine getting that from yeah, you. That's so intense. It wasn't a letter explaining as to why, or know. I just said how, and this is what's going to happen in my very, <laughs> my very seemingly my seeming logic at the time that I would just explain to everybody what was going to happen. He was very like A, B, and C. Yeah. Wow. Uh, And, uh, yeah, and, you know, uh, thankfully enough, you know, all of them reacted. As they should. As they should. (laughs) As any friend that cares and loves should. Yeah, and I, 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 like intervention. Yeah, there was you. an intervention and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and it was, it was a, uh, you know, it saved me, quote unquote, but it still didn't give me a plan as to what would happen. 
Like, since I didn't really plan out right. my life, like, where did, was, um, where did college fall into that? How did that uh, I got the scholarship after? at Ramapo. Okay, and what scholarship? And I, so that's how I ended up, and I saw it as an out to Harrison and all that. The, the place that was, you know, feeling like bringing you down. Yeah. And that so. you felt stuck in. Yeah, so. I, I but an awesome you know, to hear about that with your friends. And friends, I think some of you are still friends with. Are they some of the ones I might still know? No. I mean, right. they're, they're on my Facebook and stuff. Yeah. We've, we've, they, they know we who connected. they are. They listen. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, to to do that at that time. And that that's like the, the – that's, I guess, what you hope for everyone in this situation. And maybe not everyone in this situation is sharing. And then maybe you don't know. I don't know. I've never – personally had to step up to somebody mm-hmm. and be like, wait, stop, please. But I am, of course, so thankful they did. So I wouldn't be sitting here right but now. The, the hard part was after dealing with that, it always became an option after that. Because it was something that you had planned. I already on. planned it already. So if something's not going right. So I don't oh. think I necessarily, I don't think I necessarily had it stopped being an option mm-hmm. until I think my last, last, my last attempt, quote unquote, was, uh, it was, it was before, it had to be 2007, or was it 2006 when I got that, that big, like, $96,000 contract at AT&T? Yes. I mean, it's 2006. Yeah. It was that summer I was trying to find, I was trying to find the job in the city, and I couldn't find my way, right. and I couldn't pay my rent. Right. And I, <laughs> I had this big plan. I'm sorry I'm laughing, but, you know, you have to well, look have through to, it. You, uh, you I was sorry, my friend Frankie, who I'm still, who I reconnected through Facebook and does my hair again, mm-hmm. and he was a, my big pal, uh, my big drinking pal besides Mary Jane in Hoboken at the uh, time. Ah, yes, uh, I remember those. Because I was, it was that time after Dave and Buster's where I was trying to get another waitering job in Manhattan. You were working in Dave and & Buster's. And everything in Manhattan yeah. was judged on. It was like trying to find an acting job. No, There's I know. headshots, and you need to wear a tighter uniform. Wait, and you need to do jobs this. In, in Manhattan are like you're auditioning for oh. acting. And, we'll talk, yeah, and, and we could talk about this. That's a self-esteem show in itself. Yeah, and nothing... You and I know this. Nothing is a bigger trigger than being judged on our appearance. That's us. one of my. That was always one of my biggest ones. Like depression. I was feeling so gross about myself. Yeah. But <laughs> I remember that time period. I do. It's like it's like the Empire Records thing where she tried to you know slit her wrist with a lady bick. But yeah. <laughs> it was. I decided that. If I was gonna do it, I was gonna take a whole bottle of melatonin and it's just, just like sleep. sleep. You probably would have just gotten like a stomach ache. I woke up the next day, like. Did you? Like, <laughs> did you ever tell me you did this? No, no, no. Mm. Only Frankie knows. Am I a bad friend for not? No, no. Because now I feel guilty. Oh gosh. I don't give signals. I noticed that. Yeah. Like I don't give big signals, but. That Your was... signals are subtle, and I can read them. Seventeen mm. years, but that melatonin thing, I did not know. Oh. Uh. So did, how did you feel afterwards? I mean, let's discuss this. Did you feel groggy or crappy, or were you just like, oh? I know. I, I just, I was just wow. like, wow, that didn't work. I slept for regular eight hours. And 
you got really good sleep. Yeah. But we're not suggesting people take a bottle of milk yeah. if they're tired. Not to go home too much off track, but um, I had never gone down the path of like holding something in my hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think. I mean, I think we can all sit here and say we at least thought of it once or maybe multiple times, again, with depression, with the kind of high school experience I had, not the friends, because I had, like, a million awesome friends, and not my parents, because I had really awesome parents, but I was depressed. Mm -hmm. I was depressed. I was sad. I didn't have a boyfriend, and then I did, and then I didn't have him anymore, but that's where he came out of the closet not too long ago, so it's not my fault. Um... (laughs) He was gay. I still didn't help at the time. I was like 16, and I was crying myself sleep every night. Yeah, and I remember my mom was just, she told, you know, she told me at post this, she was like, I would go home and just like cry. I would go to bed and like cry myself to sleep. I was just miserable. 16 was bad. 15 into 16, awful. And she's like, I didn't know what to do. I was so worried. But just to have them there, I definitely think my parents, like, prevented anything bad from happening, mm-hmm. And not even, you know, not even anything they did were just the type of people they were and how, like, supportive they were. That's what did it, you know. Because even as, like, as awful as I was feeling about myself, I knew I didn't want to do anything because I didn't want to hurt them. Yeah. So even if, if I was in a bad way and I was like, oh, I hate myself, I suck, and I was like, but if I hurt myself, it would hurt them so much that I would never want to. Yeah. And now I'm emotional. Okay. Go ahead, take it over. <laughs> you want to tell the story of what prompted this, uh, this tale? Uh, but, you know, it was good. And then after that, I found class and all that stuff, which was good. And, I mean, this is this goes into the whole, like, exploration of death and a different view yeah. on it and that – and all that, but we're not talking about that. But no, uh, that's another show. Sorry, I it's guess okay. I just was more uncomfortable with this than I thought I would. Be. Well, look, your co-host has tears in her eyes, and now everyone on the internet can see it. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't say this was going to be hard, honey. So I mean, as we, it was, it just, you know, this this started hitting home, and we started talking about it this season because. Yes. Recently, Kafir, uh, because of the overdose. But then I always quantify overdosing as a form of suicide, especially after right. my friend Matt did it. He was sober for mm-hmm. so many years, and then he had one night where he OD'd. And I, I, I think of that as a form of suicide, just Definitely. like with Tommy. Tommy was sober for so long, and then he had one night where he just went crazy, and that is a form of killing yourself. And yeah. then, then my cousin last Christmas, you know, so this, that's it sounds horrible. He did the bridge thing, yeah. He did the bridge thing. Yeah. And uh, he was, he left a note for his mom in his room and things like that. And I kind of like, everybody wondered, I guess my whole family, if they ever listened to this, and I know my mom listens, she wonders yeah, yeah. why I reacted the way, why I was so calm about the way I reacted. Is because, well, not only with class and understanding right. what the soul does after we pass out of the physical, which was a comfort, but knowing, just coming from my background and going, huh, well. Because you had already thought it out. Yeah. In a way. 
Yeah, and just going, huh. So <laughs> just, I, like, don't, I didn't know how to react. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I mean, it was such like, a oh, part of my... Yeah, it was, it's been such a part of uh, my life that I, I, I'm almost numb to it. Like, I, I didn't know how to overreact because I was just like, huh. Some people still think that's an option. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a toughie. If I, mean, I know we only have like a ten minutes or so left or whatever. If anybody wants to ring in and if it you know, talk talk about themselves or maybe somebody, again we invite you. Even if it's gonna be a little <clears throat> a little tough. Yeah. I know it was, you know, for us, but it's and it's it's even harder when it's you know besides someone you know but just someone young, yeah. And and you think about like what could have been, kind of yeah. thing, you know. And I guess, you know, I guess that's where those hotlines and those websites or anyone else like if you're just like sitting there really thinking about it, there I'm hoping there's just like one person in your life that you could go to, and like share, you know. And if you're feeling that down, then there's got to be, like, a friend or a family member that hopefully will come to you and help, you know. Because you gotta, you got to try. I guess I guess you got to really try and realize it's not that bad. Well, it's the whole so It Gets Better that. project. Yeah, and we did actually, and that's, that's another better. show that we are going to bring up later yeah. because I know a lot of this, especially in – really young people in, like, mm-hmm. high school or even, like, middle school age with the bullying thing you could tie back to because a lot of it comes from that, a self-esteem oh, yeah, issue. You know, I was bullied. You weren't allowed to call it bullying it then. My friends and I were. Yeah, right? My, my know all my friends, can we could all talk about that. And we definitely want to listen. That's a subject that's really, like, dear to the both of us yeah. that we want to discuss. You know, I was treated, like, really awful in middle school by this one group of boys. And, like, just like my friend Krista said on there, that's the whole show, The Bullying, she was she was right there next to me getting it awful. Yeah. Like, you know, she and I used to hide in the bus with our headphones on and be like, well, at least we won't be able to hear them because our music will be on. But what, and you felt helpless. And definitely when it was a more popular kid situation or something like that, at the time, you definitely felt like, if I go against them, it'll be worse. And who can I trust? And if I go and I say anything, it'll be tattling and then I look bad. Yeah. You definitely felt like you couldn't win. Yeah. But I was glad we all had each other at least. Because the sad part is I want to discuss this when we do Flaws of Attraction mm-hmm. shows because if everything's a reflection yeah, and that. you allow mm-hmm. that to happen, then blah, 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 blah. And I – uh, but ugh. That yeah. doesn't, that doesn't that's the one. Right I, it me. doesn't sit right with me either. And I remember when you and I we had that like that lesson in the class that we took, uh, and that made and that made me think of the uh, people who treated me very nastily, a mean friend, a nasty coworker, the group of boys that honestly, yeah. I know I should let it go, but still, every once in a while, it's burned into my skull of like how nasty they used to be to us. I could see all their faces, and it's like sitting there and be like. And then, you know, the theory of, like, well, you probably, well, you needed it to happen, and you were attracting it. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, Lord, I don't, yeah, I don't feel like that's that, right. Yeah. I'm not with you on that one. Uh, but, yeah. uh, and, the, well, I, I think also 
what gave me peace after after Jeff's suicide was that I knew I knew this is going to go deeper into Jeff is my cousin, cousin, my cousin, yep. and and what gave me comfort is that I always now. I always now oh, let me get this out and then we'll go to yes, uh, I always now know that even when Kyle died last year, this year, last year, yeah, it's been a year. Oh my god, uh, and Jeff and all that, they come to me in my dreams and tell That's me if they're okay cool. or not okay. And I remember before they found Jeff's body, I remember we were on the beach together, uh, and we were looking out on the water, and he he was there, and I walked up to him. And he just turned to me and said, he's like, I'm a peace. I'm okay. Wow. Uh, so I knew it was, I was, I know, I knew it was okay Woo! from that point. That's really and we were at the water where he wanted to be and all that stuff and where they found his body and all that stuff. And and after that, after I had that mm-hmm. beach dream, they found his body on the beach. And it was like just after Kyle died. Yeah. Even recently, if it was a few months ago, I was having a really bad time with myself, and he already, I already had that dream with him where he didn't look like himself, so he still look, was working on things on the other side. Right. And then it came to me in, in a dream by a pool, oh, water the zone. Water yeah. spiritual. <laughs> and he told me, Alex, he looked really great, and I knew he was okay on the other mm-hmm. side, and he said, you know, you're okay, Alex. You know, not, not anything. I was going through yeah. a self-esteem thing. Right, yeah. And you, you're doing great, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's go to Bridget. Bridget, we got a few minutes left, but we do want to talk to you. Are you there, sweetie? Yes, I am. Okay, darling. Go ahead and share what you were writing about there on the on the screen if you want. Well, I was going through some pretty heavy things in, like, the year 1999-2000. So I was mm-hmm. seeing a psychiatrist. I was seeing a psychologist, and they prescribed me Clonopin, Paxil, and a sleeping pill, which I forgot the name of. Um, oh, wow. I felt I was heavily medicated, and some of them I had, if I stopped taking, I had to be weaned off, so I was maybe sleepy and all that. But anyways, um, I was alone. I was in Ohio because I had to separate myself from the situation. And right. I have sleeping pills. I don't know why I just had those because my aunt was keeping them. And I took mm-hmm. them, and I physically opened the bottle and poured them all in my hand, and I was looking at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was staring at them for like a good five minutes, and and uh, excuse me, and then I heard some, something came into my head saying, "Don't do it. You have a lot to live for." I don't know where this voice came from. Uh, maybe it was my grandfather because he passed away recently and was still hanging around or something. And um, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. <laughs> and then I started thinking about what happened, how how my aunt would have to call my mother and tell her. And then it, I just started shaking and I dropped the pills on the floor, ran into the bathroom, and started crying. And I, I never thought about doing it again. And I, I started thinking to myself, if I can get through mm-hmm. this, I can pretty much get through anything. And then at night I had a dream, and I saw my grandfather in it, so I'm guessing it was him, and, and, and he smiled at me, and then the dream was over. And and I, it was just, I was just, I don't know, not, not completely at ease, but relieved, kind of. Of course. 
And I've I never told anybody the story, not even, not even, any, not anyone. And it, it just rocked me, and I, it just, yeah. Well, I can't even imagine how scary that moment must have been, but. You know, to hear that voice, and I bet part of that's also like your self-conscious, that other part of you that didn't want it to happen and knew the truth of, you know, it's better to just keep on living because you have so much to offer, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's a really intense experience, hon, and I thank you for, you know, being brave enough to share it with us. I really appreciate it. And I'm glad you're here, too. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I owe you one big hug in May when I see you. Absolutely. (laughs) I'll I'll cash that in. (laughs) We'll rain check that. Thank you so much, sweetie. All right. We're down to our last minute. Thank you, Bridget. Uh, There's so much more to say. Oh, man. I'm an emotional But we'll post links uh, and all that stuff. And you know we're always to get your if anyone needs again yeah if anyone needs the information it'll be up there donate a little like donate a few support the walk which is a really cool thing you know every little bit helps all that stuff yeah okay thank you guys next week I think we should do our show about lipo and the lap band and start talking about that talking about real exactly (laughs) we're getting (laughs) getting realer getting real in season three yeah. Okay. But thank right. you guys. Take care. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. All right. Cue the music, Michelle.